Welcome to the Salvation Prayer Mission Worldwide Podcast with Bishop K.B. Ransford. As you lift up your two hands, we command the atmosphere to favor us. We command the ground to favor us. We take authority in the realms of the spirits. Let Elohim reign. Let His praise reign. Let His presence reign. Let His power reign. Under the sound of my voice, we silence the voices of the accusers of the brethren. We command the territories be subdued under the blood of Jesus. We silence in the words of the enemy. We silence in the voice of the enemy. And the sound of my voice as I make prophetic declarations. Let the crowd favor the children of God. And at the end of the day, your name shall be glorified. I bid priests for you to increase. Open my eyes. Open my ears. Grant me divine capacity. Open my eyes to see your mysteries. Let me speak your understanding. Let me speak with precision. Let me speak with your oil, O God. And your name shall be glorified. We honor you, Jesus. I decree and declare. Let the yoke be broken. Let bandages be set free. Let the sick be healed. Let every torture of the enemy turn into a future upon the lives of your children. I change their names. I command the name of Elohim. I change their foreheads. I command the forehead of Elohim. Let his name be written on your forehead. And at the sound of my voice, as I echo my voice, the stones of Goliath has been defeated. The weapons and atrocities of Saul has been consumed by the fire of God. Father, we honor you. Father, we adore you. Come and take over. Come and speak, Lord. We bless you, Jesus. We shall never forget to give you all the praise and all the glory. Why don't you give the Lord a shout? Give the Lord a shout. Give the Lord a shout. Give the Lord a shout. You can do better than that. Hallelujah. Won't God you open your eyes? There are certain things in life. Prayer cannot give it to you. If you were you fast, it cannot. Until there is an anointing. What prays a yoke? It's not prayer. It's anointing. 
When you are anointed by God, there is an oil. I hear him in church. So before you leave here, you need to carry yourself with a triple fold. I hear him in church. You need something that can prepare you. You need something that can preserve you. You need something for your recognition and acceptance from your roots. You need something that can launch you into your purpose. Shout hallelujah. You see, let me allow God to open your eyes. There is an anointing when it comes upon your life. It must deal with your roots. Because if it doesn't go to your roots, you can never see the manifestation of God. Let me allow God to open your eyes. The Lord blessed Abraham. It was Abraham. When God told him, Leave your father's house. And I will show you. On the journey, he was blessed. But he ended up frustrated. He went to Egypt. And stayed there and put everything there until God told him again. He said, Walk before me, and thou be perfect. And along the way, God changed the name Abraham to Abraham. Abraham. There was a covenant. So you can be blessed. You need a covenant that can sustain the blessing. That is why he was frustrated. He lied there. Though God blessed him there. But he was not carrying the right identity. Today you are carrying the right identity. Hallelujah. Shall you come for the Lamb of God? And sit on top of your enemies. We started talking about the anointing that came upon David. God anointed him as a king of Israel. Ladies and gentlemen, when God begins to launch you by the anointing of God, you never lose any power. You always become victorious. Watch me. The anointing doesn't lose. I put when David was anointed as a king of Israel. He never lost in the battle. He never lost. Every party he encountered, victory was his. As if victory came to you. When you are anointed today, you live here victorious in the name of Jesus. So I'll take you back to some of the victories that David went through. David had Second Samuel 8. Second Samuel. Chapter 8, verse 1. Why? After this, David smote the Philistines and subdued them. Listen, my man. He smote the Philistines and subdued. 
Those times he was fighting. Those times they fled. But this time he was able to subdue. The word subdue means he had authority over them. It's because he was anointed as a king of Israel. He was able to subdue. I see subduing. And he took Metheg Amar out of the hands of the Philistines. He defeated Moab and measured them with a line, making them lie down. Take the victories. You see, when you are anointed into your launching oil, there is always a victory. You don't lose any battle. As I echo my voice, you won't lose any battle. In the name of Jesus, you won't lose any battle. Jesus. He defeated Moab and measured them with a line making them lie down on the ground two lines he measured to be put to death and one full line to keep alive and the moabites became servants to david bringing tribute david also they became what servants to david and they gave him tributes you know what it means when the anointing of god comes upon your life your enemy acknowledges you and when they see you they salute the god you serve they salute and honor the god that you serve and they become slaves that was the agenda of Goliath. That the Israelites will become slaves. To be anointed can make your enemies slaves. And not only slaves, they acknowledge you. When they see you, they salute. When they see you coming, they salute. When they see you walking, they salute. You make them lie down. And I see your enemies lie down. And not only lie down. You demarcated where they will lie. Verse 3. David also defeated Hadadezer, son of Rehob, king of Zobah, as he went to restore his power at the river Israel. The, the victory. That baby won after he was anointed as a king of Israel. David took from him 1,700 horsemen and 20,000 foot soldiers. And David struck all the chariots' horses. Watch me. How many horses? 1,700. Look at what he did. Foot soldiers. 20,000. David what? I'm string all the chariot horses. You know what it means? Make sure the horses cannot move. I'm string. 
make sure that they cannot move. They cannot go the way they were going. I see your enemy respect first. I see your enemy respect first. If they have speed, it lowered their speed. They are stopping except he reserved enough of them for hundred chariots verse 5 and when Syrians of Damascus came to help Hadadezer king of Zobah David slew 22,000 of them you see I'm talking about the victories when you are anointed how time you see you David put garrisons in Syrian Damascus and the Syrians became his servants and brought tribute. The Lord preserved and gave victory to David wherever he went. Anywhere David goes, the Lord keeps him victory. Anywhere you live from today, the Lord will give you victory. It's not because you are praying, it's because you are anointed. He said, everywhere he goes, God gave him victory. I see God giving you victory. I see victory in your career. I see victory in your marriage. I see victory in your purpose. Everywhere he goes, no failure. Tell your neighbor you won't fail again. Say you won't fail again. Failure will be the pain of the past. The anointing doesn't fail. The anointing brings excellence. Verse 7. And David took the shields of gold that were on the servants of Hadadezer and brought them to Jerusalem. And from Betar and Barothai, cities of Hadadezer, King of King David exacted an immense amount of bronze. Listen, my man. You see, out of your battles, when God gives you victory, because you are anointed, wealth becomes your portion. You don't struggle for blessings. You don't struggle for wealth. Your battle is birth to your breakthroughs. Somebody, my battles will give birth to my breakthroughs. He didn't go to mining after victory. There were blessings. Verse 9 When Toy, king of Hamath, heard about David's defeat of all the forces of Hadadezer, he sent Joram, his son, to King David to salute and congratulate him about his battle and defeat of Hadadezer. For Hadadezer had had wars with Toy. Joram brought vessels of silver, gold, and bronze. When you are anointed in the kingship, people look for you to bless you. They were bringing things to David because of the battles he has won. I see great praise coming to you because of the battles the Lord is going to win for you. Silver. 
Silver, gold, bronze. We're looking for him. Because Goba. he carried the kingship anointing. Jesus. Verse 11. These King David dedicated to the Lord with the silver and gold that he had dedicated from all the nations subdued. Never forget when the anointing of the Lord crosses an open pores into your life. Remember the God that gave you the victory. Man, someone remember the God that gave you the they were congratulating David. They were saluting David because of the victories. And out of that, they gave him gold. They gave him silver. They gave him bronze. But he also turned around and said, It's not about me. But I second It's the Lord that gave them victory. The battle is the Lord. Lord, this is your portion. It will cause God to always fight for him. Learn to give back to God. Learn to give back to God. So the anointing will always remind you that it's not your wife. It's a pillar of God. Give back God something. So those who are anointed and acknowledges how far God has brought them. They always give back to God. Because they know it is not by might, it is by power, by my spirit. Say the Lord is the doing of the Lord. Jesus. King David dedicated to the Lord with the silver and gold that he had dedicated from all the nations he subdued from Syria, Moab, the Ammonites, the Philistines, Amalek, and from the spoil over the desert. All the battles that he fought, the nations that he fought, when God open doors when God favors you don't forget to give him praise and all the glory verse 13 David won renown when he returned he slew 18,000 Edomites in the valley of salt he put garrisons throughout all Edom and all the Edomites became his servants and the Lord preserved and gave victory to him wherever the Lord preserved the anointing preserves and not only preserving you it will give you victory watch me sometimes you can be preserved but it doesn't mean you are victorious 
But he said, the Lord preserved and gave him victory. Tell somebody, God will give you victory. Now watch me. What propels, what provokes, what catches God's attention for God to move in the life of faith is not because of prayer. It's because there is an anointing. So God has no choice than to fight because his hand is already on the cat. Tell somebody the hand of God is going to come upon you today. Tell somebody so David reigned over all Israel and executed justice and righteousness for all his people. Joab, son of Zeria, was over the army. Jehoshaphat, son of Ahilad, was recorder. Zadok, son of Ahitab, and Ahimelech, son of Abiathar, were the chief priests, and Sariah was the scribe. Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, was over both the Cherethites and Pelethites, the king's bodyguards. And David's sons were chief confidential assistants to the king. Watch me. The victory that God gave to David. David had able men that were moving with him. He had to acknowledge them also. He mentioned them. Because it was not about him. But it's also about the people that God has given to him. You can have a vision. And God commanded the people to make their vision into manifestation. So when you are anointed in the kingship, you don't forget the people you work with. You don't push them. When you are up there. You don't kick them out. When you are up there. But when you are struggling. You are with them. But when God changed your story. You forgot them. David remembered them. As part of his victory. The oil will always remember. The people that stood with you. The people that fought with you. The people that ran with you. You also acknowledge them. Shout Jesus. Are you getting the revelation? I will get to another point. Whereby when you are anointed in the kingship, you show kindness and gratitude. Second Samuel. Samuel is Chapter 9. We start from verse number 1. Second Samuel chapter 9. You remember Jonathan during the series. Jonathan played a very intelligent role in the life of David. Jonathan, Jonathan had to tell David that my father is looking for you to kill you. But I will give you every information about whatever my father plans. 
And later on, he took off his robe. And he gave to David. There was a covenant between Jonathan and David. At that point in time, David had not yet been even a king of Judah. Neither even Israel. He was operating in the preservation and the preparation so now when God made him a king over Israel he went back there was a man if it wasn't be that man he would have been killed long ago so there was a covenant between Jonathan and David. David. Now when David became a king over Israel, he went to the archives. Some of us, when you get to where God has positioned you, you forget the people that struggle with you. That led their life for your life. You don't even care about them again. The anointing shows gratitude. Verse 1. And David said, Is there still anyone left of the Is house? Meaning he was still not sure. Because many people died in the house of Saul. So is this you? Watch me. People that has become a blessing to you. Or you became a blessing to them. And they forgot you. When the anointing of God comes upon your life, they will remember you in the name of Jesus. Some of them will look for you. Amen. The anointing who put your name back into your put your name back into their hearts and they will ask for your number and they will start looking for you it's not because you are not praying you need the kingship You see, when the Lord told the Israelites when they were leaving Egypt he gave them one condition. He said, when you get to the land when you eat and drink forget not the Lord I told that brought you out of slavery. The word there is forgetfulness. Forget not. Forget the word that stood out for them forgetfulness. God knew that it's easy for them to forget. And David said, Is there still anyone left of the house of Saul to whom I may show kindness? The kingship anointing shows kindness. 
when you carry the kingship you know how people feel you don't think about yourself you think about the people Jesus to whom I may show kindness for Jonathan's sake for who for who for who not the father the son is there anybody left in the house of Saul but for the sake of Jonathan is there anybody in the house of Jonathan for the sake of Saul for the sake of Jonathan I see your Jonathan coming there is a Jonathan release in every area of your life in the name of Jesus so you need to know how to handle your Jonathan and of the house of Saul there was a servant whose name was Ziba when they had called him to David he said to him are you Ziba he said I your servant am he the king said is there not still someone of the house of Saul to whom I may show the unfailing, unsought, unlimited mercy and kindness of God? Ziba replied, Jonathan has yet a son who is lame in Listen, his feet. The son of Jonathan, Jonathan was lame. He could not walk. Watch me. So, so, regardless of your life that is not able to walk regardless of your destiny that has become like a lame God will look for you wherever you are we hope you were blessed by the word of the Lord for prayer and counseling you can contact us on plus two seven eight three three four seven zero seven four nine for daily decrees with Bishop, you can follow us on our social media platforms. On Facebook, search for Salvation Prayer Mission Worldwide, Miracle Center, and your life will never be the same again.